You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. It's Thanksgiving. It is, man. Happy Thanksgiving. It's This is like the perfect football time. Oh, man. Thanksgiving Thanks. football is actually one of the few things yep. in the year that I look forward to yeah, the most. Yeah, recently, I feel like in the past, they haven't been great games, but it usually doesn't really matter. But well, Yeah, we'll get into a lot of the games a little bit later, yeah. but I'm excited this year. Yeah. I think th- there's some really good games out yeah, there. Yeah, especially I, I imagine a lot of people like us aren't going to be doing anything big or anything like that so it'd yeah. be nice just to have the football on yeah um one of the things that i was actually more worried about because again we're not going out and having a huge thanksgiving but was i going to be able to watch football with you because usually i come over to your house to to for thanksgiving so i was like oh dude i gotta watch football with somebody yeah. that actually cares yeah <laughs> so i was like all, i was getting all worried so but yeah man can't believe thanksgiving's already here it looks like we're gonna have some pretty good games yeah it should could be Real quick, if you haven't subscribed to any of our social media pages, uh, please do so. And James, where could they find us at? Uh, Twitter at the TFO Monsters, Facebook at the TFO Monsters, Apple Podcast and Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Find our personal ads there too, and yeah, we post some pretty nice stuff. Yeah, Come we do waiver wire pickups, we yep. do streamers, uh, we do drops, anything, your regressions. We throw a bunch of stuff out there, and just occasional fun clips of people being awesome. <laughs> or being stupid like yeah. Tredavious White I don't know if you saw some of the stuff he was doing this week but he's a character uh, but James I know we got a lot of news to go into so let's go ahead and jump into our news yeah the injuries just keep coming yeah, so guys yeah guys that missed week 11 we have Joe Mixon and he was actually finally placed on the IR mm-hmm. and I guess we'll just bring this up now guys yeah. that left week 11 early one of them is Joe Burrow yeah and he really messed his knee up, man. Yeah, man, that looks really bad. There's been talks about him possibly not even being able to come back from this. It's so well, horrific. He, I know for a fact he tore his ACL and MCL, and yeah. early reports were that it could be a very similar thing to Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, if if you guys remember how long that took, yeah, and how gruesome that injury was. Because I was actually watching. I usually like the NFL Sunday Ticket, the Fantasy Zone. I usually have that running on one TV, mm-hmm. and when the injury happened, they weren't allowed to show the replay. Yeah, so it was, it was <laughs> I gruesome, knew it was man. bad, and I was kind of glad. You I guys haven't watch, seen it. I hate dude, watching that it, stuff. It looks bad. I also heard someone that was talking about it's very similar to David Carr, his career-ending injury, oh. his knee injury too. So it really just kind of depends. I know modern medicine yeah. definitely could help. You know, Teddy Bridgewater did come back. I mean, they're saying best estimate is nine months, and that's – beginning of training camp most likely it's gonna probably be a year so there's i mean yeah. there's a decent chance he misses a good chunk of next year if not the whole season well and he's supposed to be your franchise you're not gonna yeah. rush him back and they're not like a year away from winning anything so no, no they've they've got a lot of work to do on that offensive line it's just it's bad and then right before i got two days before the game with joe mixon going on the ir it's hard to see him coming back this season now yeah again i wouldn't rush it why no. you're not in a position to win or get into the playoffs uh just just move on to next yep. year so so other guys that missed week 11 chris carson with the foot he is practicing this week so keep your eye on that he better be back man i'm getting mad yeah he's he's gonna be so good when he gets back to yeah <laughs> uh cmc with the shoulder mm-hmm. they're still treating him week to week so definitely yeah. in doubt for week 12 kenny galladay hip 
I saw he was a DMP today on Tuesday, so yep. probably out again. Teddy Bridgewater missed with the knee. Reports where he was close. What do you think of PJ Walker? Well, I was a I was a big fan. I thought I didn't he looked think pretty it good. Was that bad. He had a, like I actually really enjoy his throwing motion. Yeah, that doesn't matter for anything, but I think he throws a pretty <laughs> ball sometimes. He, does he had throw a couple a really, really bad plays but some of his throws weren't too bad Yeah, that pick in the end zone was really that was just a rookie yeah. play i was kind of surprised how much like i would have thought he would have ran more yeah well because he is like they ran, he's very mobile yeah it looked like they were running the exact same offense that they normally Teddy do because yeah. it was just no one was like hyper targeted everyone the target distribution was even yeah dj Moore had a big week which was nice so i'm glad yeah. to see that uh, he yeah got, big play got some big plays but i thought pj walker did a great job it wasn't that bad so and I mean he was an XFL basically MVP yep. if the season would have continued. Yep. But uh, I'm glad to see that he's been able to come in the NFL and have a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another guy that missed DeAndre Swift with the concussion. Mm. So he got in some limited reps so far this week. So keep your eye on that. And then Drew Brees, mm-hmm. he missed. Which I'm just bringing this up because we all knew he was going to miss. Yeah. He was officially put on the IR. But did you hear the reports of like how bad his injury really is? Yeah, I remember we talked a little Fractured bit about this last week. 11 ribs. Yeah. So and last I think week. Like seven or eight of them were on the same side. <laughs> yeah. I remember last week they came out with a report that he was going to miss. Oh, yeah. And I remember I even told you, I'm like, yeah, but I keep hearing it's actually a lot worse than they're letting on to be. Like there was more than one thing going on. Well, there's definitely more than one thing going on in one thing, <laughs> which would be his ribs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot worse than. You know, because I thought he had he had a collapsed lung. Oh yeah, and then which the happens cl- a lot with fractured when you have fractured ribs. ribs yeah. yeah, so I mean, he's he that's could bad. Be, uh, yeah, I mean, he could be done for a while. He yeah. might. I don't know if he'll come well, back. Well, I mean, this season. they are because they are. I mean, they're like locked into the playoffs at this point, pretty much. So yeah, but could he even? I mean, because he has can he dealt take with hit? rib stuff in the past. They have special like padding they can put for quarterbacks yeah, and stuff. That's but, tough, though, man. Yeah, just one big hit and he punctured along again. Yeah. So other guy that left week 11 early, he ended up coming back, but I'm going to just bring this up. Julio Jones with his hamstring. It looks like it, he's re-aggravated it. He had just a bad game. And I mean, if we've been, we've said it before, but I mean, the Falcons offense is just completely different without Julio Jones. Yeah. Matt Ryan. I mean, that whole game was disgusting by the Falcons. It was yeah. brutal without Julio. Yeah. I, it's just weird because they do have some talent in that oh, offense, yeah. but it's just one of those things that Matt Ryan's like. It's like Drew Brees when Michael Thomas was out. Yeah. It's just that safety blanket of having that big wide receiver that you can just throw the ball to and tight places when you really need a catch. He's going to be the guy. And not having it on the field is just like a. I don't know if it's like a mental breakdown that he has when yeah. he's not there, but he just looks terrible without him. Yep. So we got some positive big name guys who tested positive mm-hmm. earlier in the week for COVID. We got J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram from the Ravens. Yeah, both of them. So, we, I mean, we put out Gus Edwards for the waiver wire pickups. We'll talk about him later for the preview of their matchup. Yep. He should be good. And then Adam Thielen also tested positive. Yep. So all these guys are 100% going to miss this week. We'll see about the following week. Mm-hmm. But there were also reports that the Ravens have 10 positive tests right now. So And it didn't come out saying who those 10 were. No, I know. I think maybe half of them were faculty members or something, yeah. but... Yeah, it's just it's getting bad. So, yeah, and there just, has I mean it, we we've kind of just grown numb to it as the season goes on because it seems like every day or so there's at least it. one team that has to shut down their facility and everything, and everything so far has actually gone 
a lot better than I thought it was probably going to go. Considering how the world is right now with yeah. it. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. you can hope being op- op- optimistic, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, just have to wait and see. Um, I mean, I've been pretty happy with how they've been, the NFL, I felt like, has deal- been dealing with this. Surprisingly. Surprisingly, yeah. like, I feel like they I actually mean, yeah, did something right. You go back right. to training camp, the players are just like, this is, you guys are not doing enough. We are not playing until you guys do more. Yeah, So yeah. So I'm glad they did. You know, I think they're doing a pretty decent job of keeping keeping players healthy. So it sucks because those are big names that you'd really like to play this week. But, yep. you know, we mentioned this a couple weeks ago. Start paying attention to this stuff. Yeah. You know, these these second and third string guys are going to be huge. Gus Edwards could be a huge pickup this week. Yeah. Just Especially because, if you just need a one-week rental. Yeah. Yeah, never know. Do we have any other, anything else? That's it. All right. Well, that's our uh, monster news for this week. All right, now we're going to go ahead and jump into the monster guys of the week. All right, let's start with quarterbacks. You want to take it? Uh, That's fine. So, Sean Watson, monster yep. game. 31 points against New England. Um, just He looked He's great. He's so good. And yeah. did that, that touchdown run he had... Literally bolt, bull, bulldozing the defenders into the end zone. It was I, I loved Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I do feel. I like said he was worth every dollar they paid him when they paid him the contract, and he's well, the first few it. weeks he's looked a little disappointing. Yeah, but which I mean, there re, there were they had reasonable excuses yeah, for it. And very very tough beginning opening schedule. I mean, you lose DeAndre Hopkins. You're bringing in David Johnson. You got other like brand. You're bringing in Brandon Cooks, and you're still dealing with the Bill O'Brien issues. There's getting yeah. things figured out now. Yeah. Well, it's good because um, it's not, again, it's not his talent. He He's a great quarterback, but I didn't think that this was going to be a year with a tough opening schedule with no, not yeah, it's, having it's a number one. It's still a lost year for yeah. the Houston Texans. But Well, yeah, but I, to me it was make or break time for Deshaun Watson. Like, is he going to be an all-star type So you think he's made it or bro- he broke it? I don't know yet. I'd, yeah, I still, I'd say I still he's think not. His con- I, I like his contract. Yeah, I, I'm not there yet. So other quarterback we have is – Justin Herbert, who's yeah. been on here a couple times, yeah. and I mean, this right now, if you especially like DF, if you've been playing Justin Herbert every week and Keenan Allen, I mean, you've just been raking in the points. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's against the Jets, so you. you yeah, should. but we, I mean, we called it. I mean, yeah, it was, they were smash plays, and they. Yeah. It's nice when that ha- like actually happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A I lot mean, of times, if you think this. a smash play is going to happen, it doesn't. But yeah, so we we did call that. If you listened last week and you played him, good job. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they played against the Jets. Justin Herbert looked good, and he's looked good. Yeah, he, he really has. I mean, we both again weren't high on him no. this season. Yeah, uh, but he he's looked fine, and he's commanding that offense, and he looks like a he, he that could be his his uh, spot for, for oh, the future. Yeah. So. All right, running backs. Uh, I mean, again, he's on here. Dalvin Cook. It was kind of a lower scoring running back week. It was all, overall though, but uh, but Dalvin Cook twenty two points against Dallas. Uh, even with the loss, which is kind of surprising, but uh, just another consistent week for Dalvin yeah, Cook. Yeah, just all all the volume you want. Yeah. Other running back though is kind of nice seeing on here. Ceh. Yeah. It was mostly touchdowns, but it's you can definitely trust Ceh on a weekly basis. Yeah, I definitely agree. So I mean, it's it's nice to see that he finally was able to make the list. I don't. I think he might have made it week one. Yeah. But uh, he hasn't been on since. Yeah. So, uh, wide receivers: Adam Thielen, twenty-eight points against Dallas. He looked Just great. Just another great touchdown catch in this game too. Oh my he had gosh. one last week and this week. The one-handed, one-handed? catches. Yeah. Uh, 
Where are they coming from? We don't know. He yeah. just started doing it, I guess. But he is the epitome of an undrafted wide receiver that just made his name in this league. Yeah. Like, he is so stinking good. I love Adam Thielen. Yep. And the other one, it was another guy who had to fight to get where he's at in the NFL, Robert Woods, yeah, against Tampa Bay. Him and Cooper Cup both went off. Robert Woods just ended up with a touchdown. Yeah, he won me a week this week. Yep. So Yeah, I, Cooper Cup won me a, a yeah. matchup too this week. Yeah. Uh, again, a little surprising with that matchup, um, Rams versus Tampa, but I, I really like to see that um, not only was Cup getting – because he was getting hyper-targeted really early in oh, the game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was just like, oh, it, it, no. He had like six – targets on the first drive like five he, catches like, yeah and he had was, over 100 yards by halftime oh yeah and so yeah, i was second just like, half, oh, he didn't do a ton <laughs> oh my gosh um but yeah robert woods was able to get a, a lot of touches as well and, and a pretty good amount of yards so i was really happy with it tight ends i mean travis kelsey as long as he plays he's on here yep he wasn't on here last week because he, <laughs> he had was, a bye he was on a bye yeah. yeah so 22 points against vegas same game though darren waller on the other side yeah came showed up yeah so, I mean, both tight ends um, look really good. It's nice to see Darren Waller back on here, though. Yeah. Because he's been off for a couple weeks. And with the lackluster of tight ends this year, uh, pretty much that's yeah, those are your tight ends. Yeah, also shout out Mark Andrews. He was very close to being on this list. He had a good week. Yeah, he did have a good week as well. Our team of the week. We struggled Another a tough bit. one, yeah. The past couple weeks has been kind of tough, but we ended up going with the Monday night game, Rams beating Tampa Bay. Not because the teams are bad. No. But we both felt like Tampa I, probably should have won this game. I, I like the Rams, but I thought it was going to be a close game. Mm. I mean, it ended up it being a three-point game, but the Rams were in control most of this game, and that defense is still just, I mean, Tom Brady did not look comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and there were some quotes I saw today. Bruce Arians saying that Tom might just not be reading the coverages right, stuff <laughs> like that. Like, Tom might not be, like, getting used to, like – um. He needs more like consistency and his routine and everything like that. I'm just like, oh, you know who uh, you're talking to, Bruce? Yeah. Like, if there was like one guy uh, at throughout the entire like NFL history who I think knows defensive coverages as a quarterback, yeah, it's, it's Tom like Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and it, he the prep work that he puts in. I yeah. mean, come on, dude. He he knows what's going on, but yeah, I mean, no, but they were just in his face all night, and he and you could tell like he was he was nervous back there because they were in his face. I don't think it yeah. was because he didn't know Aaron Donald was coming or Jalen Ramsey where he was at on the field. I think it was just because they were just playing better. Yeah. I think the Rams defense still is considered a little underrated for yeah. some reason, even though they're like a top five defense. Yeah. I mean, they have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald who honestly it. both could be in the defensive player of the year conversation. Yeah. And then they have a lot of other guys who have been playing very, very well, but a lot of yeah, people Johnson, don't know their names. Yeah. Uh, back in safety has been really good this year and, yeah, a couple middle linebackers that have been our interior linemen and stuff too that has been well. But I mean, the it's team's just, just on a, as a unit, yeah. yeah and then the unit, offense is fluid. still we know what they can do, and yeah. they could not run the ball at all in this game. No, so it was kind of nice because Goff was able to, on a good defense, throw the ball. Yeah, that's what makes me more nervous is Jared Goff than it is the rest of oh, them. Oh yeah, so. yeah. So yeah, it was good to see. So that's why we went with them. Um, let us know what you think as far as the team of the week because again we struggled. So we're just curious your guys' thoughts. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into the fight for the fist. We came to fight. Oh, we came to take what was meant to be ours. We came to fight. James, who we got on the line today? We got Landon Sparkman, Sparklight from Listener League East. Yeah, but that's not his actual team name. What's his team name? Because I know you said you didn't want to say it, yeah. but I'm going to make you say it. How about he says it? All right. Landon, what's the team name called? Abronius. Abronius. Yeah. 
James <laughs> offline was talking about how he didn't want to say it, so I was going to. Well, I just feel like anyway. if we said it like five, ten times, it was going to be different every single time. <laughs> so, Lena, first off, thank you so much for joining us today. We're really excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, how's the league going so far? Like, how's your season going? Are you happy? Are you upset? I think you're kind of like middle of the pack, right? Yeah, so it's been really up and down. Um, I just want to say this is my first time ever doing a fab league. I've been playing for about seven years, but never gotten my buddies to go along with a fab league. Mm. So this has been really fun. Fab, yeah, fab's awesome. Yeah, for anybody that does not play fab, um, we highly recommend it. Uh, I, I, not that wave, like rolling waivers and stuff, it's just not as fair. Yeah. So I, th- I feel like when you throw fab in the mix – you're basically betting on that player. So you have to put a bid in on that player yep. and it just makes it more fair. Yep. Cause I, I don't know how many times you've, you've been on there landing where you, cause you've not played fab, but I always hated when you go and try to pick up a player and then you find out that you're seventh on the waiver and then you're like, nope, yeah, no there's chance. not even, yeah, there's no point. <laughs> like there's no even point putting this, this waiver in for, in the, for that person. Absolutely right. You know, I, I'm still going to do it just on the off chance that somebody's <laughs> sleeping on the job. But you're yeah. right. This, this evens the playing field and really makes you do some research. You actually need to assess, is this a one-week play or is mm-hmm. this guy going to help me yeah. and how much do I spend? Right, right. Yeah, because I know a lot of people like will go out for like that one player that had a big week and put 10, 15, 20 bucks down. Yeah. And then he is a one-week player and you're like, oh, no, and you just lost 20 bucks. Yep. So, yeah, I agree. And uh, so outside of the fab, are you actually liking the league? Have you ever played on Sleeper before? Uh, I, I use the Sleeper app for a few different things. I mm-hmm. uh, love the alerts that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pro tip so for everybody that's out there listening. Yeah. Um, but um, this is the first league I've ever done on Sleeper. Um, as you guys said, I'm middle of the pack, five and six, and injuries, injuries, injuries. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. kicked my tail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> George Kittle, my third round pick, gone. Um, I made a big move. Um, I think it was maybe with one of you guys. I traded Joe Mixon and Devontae Adams yeah, that was for, me. for CEH and Kenny G. And I thought to myself, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is due for that touchdown regression. And Kenny G, in my mind, wasn't a great big downgrade from Adams. But no. my goodness, I think I've had him for one game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels similar for Mixon too. And yeah, I'm probably not gonna see him the rest of the year anyway. Yeah, with with Burrow gone. Yeah. It's it's hard. But yeah, no, I mean and that's the thing, man, is there's we play in another league together and no one ever trades in this league and it's so annoying. Yeah. But the thing is is what people don't understand is trades can help you, but they can also burn you. Oh yeah. I I traded in a in a league and I traded away um Dalvin Cook. And I forget, and I forgot who the wide receiver was. Oh, I can't think of it. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't though. nothing. It wasn't like crazy special. But then I got Aaron Jones and Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Yep. And at the time that this trade took place, I was super pumped. Yeah, Cook then, was missing. It was still was, like when when he yeah, was missing time. He was missing time. Well, then Aaron Jones missed time, and mm-hmm. then Amari Cooper had Dak go down. So mm-hmm. that trade that looked highly highly impressive for me. Ended up burning me pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, but that's the point. That's what makes fantasy football fun. 
Yeah, I get. That's, yeah, I always get like trite uh, when I'm trading. I always get like real nervous. I'm a big guy who I send a ton out and end up like declining them like 10, 15 seconds later. So I'm just like, I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you do that a lot, actually. It's really annoying. You should stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my league mates get annoyed with me. They ask me if I actually have a job, and I'm like, bud, player acquisition is a 365 day business. Yeah. It doesn't take days off. <laughs> so th- now that you bring that up, Landon, do you play in any dynasty leagues, by the way? Um, I'm no, I'm looking to get started. I'm, I'm in some redraft leagues, mm-hmm. but no dynasty. Cause it sounds like you might be, you, you might really like a dynasty league. If you're, if you really are like that player acquisition, three, yeah, dynasty is cool. Dynasty is a lot of fun. We love dynasty. Um, and you know, maybe we'll talk about running a dynasty for, for the podcast. We don't know. It's a lot of work, but we'll never yeah. know. So if it happens, we'll let you know, man. Um, I would absolutely love that. Yeah. So uh, just another question I had for you. So looking at your team and looking at your draft, was there one player that you drafted where you're just like, oh, man, I could have had, you know, so-and-so here, but I I took him thinking that he was going to be awesome, and then he's just been like a real big bust. Does anybody stand out to you? I've got a couple of those. Um, <laughs> that's, first, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, not good at all. Um, I bought into the Joe Mixon hype. Um, been listening to some podcasts and really getting into that. Um, I watched him all through college and just thought, my gosh, if they would invest in an O-line, that mm-hmm. guy is going to tear it up. And I thought maybe they had a little in Cincinnati, but I left Derrick Henry sitting there and yeah. I'm just, I was just scared of Derrick Henry. I think a guy that big with that running style, he's going to get hurt, but the man just doesn't get hurt. I don't understand it. Well, James, I know James is a huge Joe Mixon fan. Yeah, yeah, and I still, I, I still think it's more because, like, when you watch him, like in the open field and stuff, he is like one of the most talented running backs yeah, in the league. He is very but good. It's just, yeah, I mean, look at Burrow now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's that, it's that team. Yeah, you know, it's definitely not. And we say that a lot. It's not the talent; it's the team or the coaching. Yeah. We'll throw coaching under the bus all the time. Um, but yeah, that is tough because Derrick Henry's been very well again this yeah. year. Which I thought that was going to be my like when I made that trade because this trade we made with Joe Mixon and stuff was early in the year. So uh, Derrick Henry is my running back in the league. So I thought I was going to have that one-two combo. Yeah. For the rest of the year, and I barely got to play Mixon. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, yeah, and again, you won't be able to play him at all. Yeah. Who was the other guy you were thinking? Because you said you had a couple. <laughs> well, my other big regrets. I'd have to check back, but I'm thinking. I could have had a scary Terry McLaurin, and I decided because I had uh, patted myself on the back getting Devontae Adams late in the second round that I could take a risk and get A.J. Green in like the seventh, and that was a big, big, big mistake. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll do it. Yeah, um, and, and then I followed that up with Debo Samuel, who I loved, but that guy hasn't played either, yeah. and so I really, I really hosed myself on wide receivers. Um, <laughs> should have done a better job. I, I just couldn't resist those running backs, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's totally fine because uh, that's the way I play, though. Too. Yeah. I just I always prioritize the running backs and hope I can make the wide receivers work. Yeah. In a lot of I know in a lot of leagues that uh, I was drafting in, I tried to get the Debo Samuel thing too. Yeah. You know. And yeah. I haven't put him in one the, league, and yeah, it's been rough. Yeah, it has been rough, but like we didn't see the come back for a game, get hurt again type. Yeah. You know, we thought he would be back and he would be fine. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just looking over your team, man, and it, it it's, you do have talent. You do have, yeah. I mean, Justin Jefferson, you probably got him really late. That's a big steal, in my opinion. Um, which was going to be one of my next questions: is what's your biggest steal? I think I just named him. Yeah, I actually <laughs> had to pay for him. Um, oh, did you? I, I spent thirty five dollars because I looked at him and thought that guy's got it. it. Yeah, and and their defense is so bad. Um, 
So yeah, definitely thrilled to get him, but I had to do it because I, again, I put myself in a bad spot. So. Yeah. Well, that worked out. Um, <laughs> I see you had to play Kalen Balaj this week. That's Ugh, just, not gosh. a bad play, though. It's not a bad play, but man, it's just funny looking at it. I tell you what, you get away from Adam Gase and good things happen. Yep. <laughs> Don't even get us started on Adam Gase. He's on our naughty list for like the next, well, until he gets kicked out of the league at least. I don't care I if he's a coordinator I, somewhere. He needs to be gone. Absolutely. I think I'll get to kick Balazs out of the lineup this week. I'm not positive, but I do believe Raheem Mostert's yep, back. Yep, yep. I was yeah. just about to bring that up, yeah. Yeah, it's, which is going to be looking good. Yeah, because that's actually – he's someone that I was very high on too this year. Oh, he's been – like, yeah, I think some people are forgetting just because it's been a while, but Raheem Mostert was absolutely destroying this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I freaking love Raheem Mostert. And I think he was another pick that was going like top five rounds. Not how are you feeling about Jonathan Taylor now after last week? Oh, my goodness. I don't know who it was. I I received probably, I kid you not, 20 trade offers yeah, for that I, I, man. Yeah, I sent out a bunch, of, for, and all, a bunch of leagues for Jonathan Taylor. Which and I absolutely should have taken every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah. so funny. That's another question we had on here. <laughs> so yeah. we're never into it. Yeah, so... Yeah, so how do you feel about it, though? You know, I, I just, kind of like with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I, I bought into the mm-hmm. rookie hype. I look at that offensive line, and I mm-hmm. think it's top three. Mm-hmm. I look at Phillip Rivers as a guy who needs to check it down, who needs to hand it off, and I just kept my faith that he was going to get the touches, and he just isn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully what happened last week continues because I think he saw, like, yeah, 26 touches but before i mean before that like the three weeks before that i mean it was as ugly as it could possibly get for that highly of a drafted running back who is as talented as he is yeah i mean he still only ended up having 13 points but i mean it's it's still better he's getting the work though because that's the one thing if you have 22 carries yeah if they have volume you can take the shot on them if they're not getting the volume i mean the one thing that really stinks with a running back and we've said this for so many years now, if they don't catch passes if they don't catch passes it's just it's just tough it's so frustrating when you see a running back oh he had 22 carries for 90 yards that's like that's a great game yeah but that only gives you nine points (laughs) exactly (laughs) so it's like that actually kind of sucks. Like I just had a hundred yard rusher this past week in Nick Chubb, and I had eleven points. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, that's great. Oh. He didn't get a catch. Oh, so. and if you watch that game, Chubb was outstanding. Uh, he was just dominating. Sucks. He he's all over the field. But I mean, that honestly, him and Kareem Hunt both though were all over that game. But still, <laughs> yeah, it was a little <laughs> dicey at first, but they ended up getting through it. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's see what else we got. Okay, so. You're in fifth place, I think. Fifth or sixth? Seventh. Seventh. You're close. Yeah. But, yeah, the, I mean, this league is still pretty You're much five wide and open. six, yeah, and I think I'm right ahead of him. Yeah. And we're not that far out of playoff spots. No, I think you just have him in points. That's it. Okay. So, if you could, if you don't feel like you're going to win, okay, which is fine, but take yourself out of this, but who do you think in this league has the best chance of finishing, getting that trophy at the end of the year? Well, you know, honestly, I really look at to Cressman and feel strong about that team. Mm-hmm. And and then I look at the fact that he has spent exactly zero dollars. <laughs> it pisses you off, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if so if anybody goes down big, you know, if we have that big injury, yep. he's going to get that guy. We know he is. Yeah. Um, 
James, 1995, just a, a well-balanced lineup. I don't see any weaknesses there at all. And Thank I know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That gives you a grin on your face. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> egotistical over there. Okay. Yeah. And I know Big Hurt, he's cruising, but you know what? I had him beat until the last minute of that Chiefs game, and Patrick Mahomes decided to throw it not to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, so. I mean, you're not like 10-1 and 1 by accident, but like when you look at his points against, it is like so pathetic compared to everyone else in the league. It's, yeah, it's it's insane. It's like basically, I mean, what, 200 points, if not more, than the next person? Yep. Like he, It's like he's played everybody on their bad weeks. Pretty much. You know, and he's. I mean, he has scored a bunch he's of points. points. Yeah, yeah, he's second in points for, but his points against are just insanely low. You look at his team; his team is isn't terrible. Yeah, I mean, he's been up in our power rankings. Yeah, throughout it's, it's most not of the bad. Year. There's not a ton of weaknesses here, yeah. but I do think there are a few teams that I would be a little bit more scary. And let's be real: how many times does the number one seed go in and actually win your championship? Rare. Oh, uh, it's it's rare. Yeah. It's always that, like third or fourth guy. Yeah, I found I found it interesting in our league. I was looking at that today, and if you look at the standings, you know, typically it kind of works out: top scorer at the top, yep. uh, most points against at the bottom. But if you look at our bottom teams, they're the lowest scorers, and they've had the most points scored against them. It's mm-hmm. so weird yeah. how that just worked out. And I know for me personally, when I've gotten beat, I have gotten rocked. Yeah, it's just been one of those years. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a there's a few games where you're like. Wow, 160 points against me—that hurts, yeah. you know. And then you're like, "Yeah, me and my 98 <laughs> really <laughs> looked great that week." Yeah, because you're right. I mean, usually, you know, usually they're just getting outscored. But yeah, you look at JT, who's at, who's at the bottom. Uh, sucks crushed for you, him. bro. He yeah, he got crushed this week, but he's got almost 300 points, 300 point difference between the two. You know, I mean, he's barely scored over a thousand points. Yeah, right he's now. scored as many points as the Big Hurt has points scored against him. So he's, it's like the Big Hurt's been playing JT every week. <laughs> 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 that's actually really funny. I yeah, wonder if that's funny. what happened. Um, but but yeah, so I yeah, and then and I hate to give James any ego ego boosts here, but yeah, I do like his team. I mean, Kyler, you know, and again, yeah, I've been riding Kyler. Yeah, you have to. Why not? Oh but, goodness. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take uh, anybody in that like four, five, six, seven spot. Because I mean, if you really look at it, we've got two teams at two and nine, and then the top eight. Basically, the the top eight is five and six, five and six, five and six, five and six, six and five, seven, four, eight, three, ten and one. Yep. It's very right. close. Like seriously, like there's so much movement that can happen. There. Yeah, we, we've started cutting off teams from the power rankings. We just kind of think are out of it for the playoff push. And I mean, yeah, I, I don't imagine we're going to be cutting off anyone else for a while. Yeah, well, we'll cut off nine and ten, but that's about it. Well, yeah, we already did that. Yeah, sorry well, guys. Yeah, this time of the year too. This is where people separate. You've got people that are going to be loyal to their guys, and you've got people that are going to keep churning the waiver wire. Yep. I look at my man. Uh, Murder Hornets, uh, Super Steve, he's going to be um, looking good here in about another week when Austin Eckler gets back in his yeah. lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's already got a pretty stacked group. I, I had to give him James Robinson uh, because I needed some receiver help uh, a couple weeks ago. So I think Miles Sanders is due for some uh, a lot of action. But Yeah, he's been looking he, good mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's a team to watch out for for sure because once he gets Eckler back, man, the upside is big for him. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. Eckler's been looking really good um, in some of the videos that we've been seeing as far yeah, as uh, 
him training and whatnot. So looks great. Um, let's go ahead. I know that Landon had some questions that he was going to jump in. I uh, wanted to chat about too, but let's go ahead and jump into our power rankings real quick. Cool. And then we can jump to those questions after. Yep. So we'll hit the East League. Yep. Kind of just ran through some of it, but yeah. So first place. I'm just I'm giving it to myself right now. Oh, yeah. I moved up one spot. Got Kyler, Derrick Henry. I sh- I should just take Joe Mixon off of here, but I also got Antonio Gibson, who just keeps getting it done. Devontae Adams, Juju, Chark, and Terry. Second, I got the big hurt. Ten and one. He's got Mahomes, Zeke Carson, DeAndre Swift, Darren Waller, T. Higgins, AJ Brown, Will Fuller. And then third dropped a little bit to Cressman. He's just like it's it's weird. He's just not winning games that I feel like his team should just be winning mm-hmm. he's got russell wilson aaron jones cmc chase edmonds deandre hopkins calvin ridley keenan allen fourth place <laughs> yeah I, I love his team <laughs> yeah fourth place drop dead dad six and five josh allen josh jacobs cream hunt julio deontay johnson Thielen, and claypool we talked to him last week mm-hmm. fifth place the sm kramer seven and four got lamar kamara mike evans dk allen robinson mark andrews Sixth place, we got Caleb, which Boom. team's finally yeah, starting to get healthy. He's five and six. Got Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Brandon Ayuk, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, Devontae Parker, and the tight end god, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> the only tight end doing anything yeah. this year. <laughs> Seventh place, we got Sparklight. Five and six, CH, Jonathan Taylor, Miles Sanders, Raheem Mostert. I actually, that's very good yeah. Yeah. running back group right that's there. That's dangerous back group. And then uh, if his receivers can get healthy, it's not too bad either. DJ Moore, Kenny Galladay, Debo, and Justin Jefferson. So, yeah, you're definitely still not out of it. Mm-hmm. And then eighth place, we got Super Steve, got Herbert, David Montgomery, James Robinson, James Conner, Austin Eckler. We were just talking about Michael Thomas and TJ Hawkinson. He really does not have any receivers to speak of. Mm-hmm. He's got some running backs. Yeah. So West League, yep. first place, staying at the top, row X, two, mm-hmm. six and five, Russell Wilson, Derek Henry, Chris Carson, DeAndre Swift, Amari Cooper, DJ Chark, Will Fuller, Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews. Yeah, so good. Very good team. Second yeah. place, staying put. This Most of this whole league stayed put this week. Jesus, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, James Robinson, and everyone knows this wide receiver combo. Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Tyler Lockett, and Mike Evans. Good guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Third place, we got MC Wild, who's first in the standings right now. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Kill, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Brown. Fourth, Warren Sapp, 7-4. Got Herbert, J- James Conner. Austin Eckler, hopefully he'll be back. Juju, mm-hmm. DK, Godwin, and Diggs, another very good, good wide, wide receiver, receiver combo. Good, yeah. Fifth place, we got me. Five, five, and one. That tie might end up helping me out later in the season. We'll see. Got Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Cooper Cup, Christian Kirk, and Janu. Mm-hmm. Sixth place, we got JT, who I, thanks to Cooper Cup, beat yesterday. Five and six, he's got Kyler, CMC, Mike Davis, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Antonio Gibson. Great so far. Yeah. But Calvin then, Ridley, still good. But it's past and then this. he's got CD and Jacoby Myers. He just, yeah, he just has no. And he didn't make any big moves at the trade deadline. No. So I actually don't think he's going to make it. Yeah. Seventh, we got Tyler. Six and five, he's got Mahomes, CEH, Drake, Julio, Chase Claypool, Devontae Parker, Robbie Anderson, T. Higgins, TJ Hawkinson. 
Mm-hmm. Still a pretty good team. And then eighth place, we got DeFrederick, five and six. He's got Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, Deontay Johnson, and Travis Kelsey. And that's where, that's where we're other teams got cut off in that league, too. So we got eight teams in both of the power rankings for the leagues. Yep, sounds good. Four teams have been cut. Yeah. Or the weakest I'm in, <laughs> I'm in one of those. Yeah, I'm cut yeah, you in the are, West yeah, League. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> so, Sorry, bud. It's fine, man. Uh, <laughs> things happen. That's all I'm saying. You can't be perfect every time. Um, so those are our power rankings. And Landon, I know you said you had um, just a few a few things that you were going to want to chat about. So go ahead and jump into whatever you wanted to discuss. Okay. Um, well, you guys actually asked me one of my questions. Great. Um, that worked my, out. <laughs> my first one was, what was your biggest draft day regret? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Well, it depends what league. Let's just go in the in the East League. Yeah. Let, me, let me look East. up the East League. Ooh. I'll just go with that one because I can I can definitely name a few. It's actually kind of hard for me to remember who I drafted because. Well, uh, I know I know I drafted Kyler. Actually, I don't even think I drafted Derrick Henry. I think I traded for him too. So so mine's pretty easy and and sad. It's it's at my quarterback spot. I was a I was a huge fan of the opportunity with Daniel Jones this year. Mm-hmm. I kind of bought into that hype that, okay, he's going to take a step forward. Well, he definitely did not. <laughs> and so uh, he he's actually not been very good. So I ended up being able to pick up Matthew Stafford, though, on the waiver wire. And I've been riding Matthew Stafford each week. It's not great at, by any means, but, uh, you know, he's getting the job done. But I think my biggest regret is not going after a decent quarterback. I waited really, really late to grab J- Daniel Jones. So that, that yeah. was, that's – and again, I'm pro late quarterback, but I probably should have gone earlier than like the 13th. Five of my first seven picks aren't on my team anymore. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Yeah, I tried. a lot of trading. So yeah, I mean, like I drafted Zeke. That would have been a regret. Traded him at the very beginning of the season. Clyde, I traded to you. Kenny, I traded to you. Odell got hurt, and then DJ Chark's still on my team. And Kyler. Besides that, it's just Antonio Gibson and Christian Kirk. The rest of my team, I don't have anymore that I drafted. So I mean, I guess Chark's a disappointment. On the most part, but besides that, a lot of movement, yeah. a lot of movement. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's a good thing though. Yeah. You you want to have a lot of movement. I can't like you know a lot of people were trying to get Nick Chubb and Dalvin Cook from me this year, and I'm like, look guys, it's not going to happen. You know, Dalvin Cook's like the number one running back. I'm not just going to give him for Miles Sanders and something. <laughs> you know, so I I love the look of my team right now. I just wish you know I had. I had a quarterback that I could guarantee have me a good 20, 25 points each week. Yeah. And Matthew Stafford's just not doing that. No. <laughs> no, he, he lost me a game in my other league this week. That that seven points didn't get it done. Yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah, dude. that was, yeah. For somebody of his caliber. Well, I mean, they were just missing everybody. I know, but, you know, Tom Brady never has anybody, and he still gets points. Ooh, that's something we got. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Well, that was yep. interesting. All right, One what else thing we got? On your boy. One thing on your boy Danny Jones, though, he he's starting to get mixed in with the run a little bit. He's been averaging about 60 rushing yards the last four weeks. So. That is true. That is true. In fact, I have him in my lineup, I think, this week um, because I don't know what Matthew Stafford's going to look like, and he's playing Cincinnati. There you go. And with Cincinnati just losing Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> I think I even picked up – I'm trying to pick up the Giants' defense this week, too. Cause, no, yeah, Giants have a good defense. Yeah, like, but they're also – who's the backup there? Uh, I think it's Finley. Ryan yes. Finley? Yeah, Jeez, so. Mm-hmm. yeah, so I would feel very comfortable oh, playing yeah, that yeah. defense. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And then that way Daniel Jones might have more offensive 
you know, and if he's and if he is going to continue to run the ball, then obviously he can't throw it very well. <laughs> All yeah. right. What else did you have for us? Um, you may or may not want to give this out, but Ooh. I was just wondering, like, who are you done with? Like somebody that you had some pre-draft hype that you really felt good about. Um, DJ Chark was one that was just mentioned, but mm-hmm. who are you just finally ready to throw in the towel? That's a good question. Yeah, that's James, tough. you just had a little bit of a smile on your face too. What? Nah, you can go. I'm trying to think. I'm yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, mm, it's really hard to say though because he's been hurt a lot too. But Kenyon Drake, we were very yeah, high that's on. A tough one. That's a good one. Kenyon Drake for us, we I had him in like my top ten as far as running backs. The opportunity out there in Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. Just he had everything going for him, and he's a very good running back. Um, w- you know, wish we could actually chat with him. He gave us a cool intro, you know, back in the back in the day. But and so we appreciate that, and still a huge fan. But he has been pretty disappointing. But he's not been too bad as of late. Yeah, yeah. I think he had a decent week last week. But that one's really tough, just because of the high price capital that you took on him. He was a first round pick. Yeah, absolutely. And that pace of play in that offense, he was yeah. dynamite. He was yeah. dynamite pre-draft. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. Kenyon Drake's a really good one. Trying to think who else. Um, I mean, I because I ended up drafting Zeke in two leagues, and I immediately a, traded him in both leagues, which yeah. I'm so happy I did. Yeah, like, so happy I did. That. We could name a lot of tight ends. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, Tyler Higby. <laughs> You know the list would go on. Yeah, hopefully. There, well, I don't know. It's probably going to be Kyler next year, but hopefully, like just these earliest second round quarterbacks just stop being drafted. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's been exactly. I mean, I mean been, even Mahomes has been good. Like NFL wise, he's still the best quarterback in the league. But fantasy wise, it's just it's, yeah. Lamar's been very disappointing as a second round draft pick. The other one that the other one that jumps out to my mind that I've been really frustrated with, but he had a big week this week was DJ Moore. Yep, I've been really ticked oh, off yeah, with DJ yeah. Moore's play this year. Not hit him specifically. No. He's not getting the ball. He's it's not getting offense. touchdowns. Everything's going to Robbie Anderson. Now he had a big week this week, but uh, so that that would be mine. Those would be mine. But great question. All right. All right. Did you have anything else? Uh, yeah, that's really all I had written down, guys. Um. Yeah, well, yeah, we definitely appreciate those questions. Yeah. Those are great questions. Yeah. We should probably add to our list, by the way. <laughs> um, I'll have to write those down after this. But Landon, uh, like I said, man, we we do really appreciate you coming on to the podcast this week and chatting with us. Um, you know, keep in touch with us. Let us know how the well, we'll be smack talking in the league anyway. Because yeah. uh, if I got, I mean, we're tied right now, basically, so I got to come out ahead this week. Uh, but yeah, man, we really enjoy having you, uh, having you in the league and, uh, you know, if you ever need anything, you know where to find us. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I love your streaming options on Twitter that you put out each week. Uh, I yeah. try, try to give those some likes. Um, th- those really help us out. We need them. So. Yeah. Good. Well, we really appreciate, appreciate you following us on Twitter. James does a pretty awesome job keeping up with that. Uh, so thank you, sir, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, we hope you have a great rest of your evening and we look forward to chatting with you again soon. All right. All right. Thank you guys. Right, look forward to talking man. to you. Have a good one, man. See you. you guys too. All right. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our week 12 preview. Where are we going to start first? We'll start with the first Thanksgiving day, the noon Thursday night, Thursday game, Texans versus Lions. 
Well, this should be pretty quick. Yeah, of course Detroit's playing, but who will play for Detroit is a question. Yeah, that's a that's a going to be the million dollar question I think right now. Um, and even who is going to be playing and who we're going to start could be still vastly yeah, different. Yeah, I know today Tuesday Kenny Kenny Galladay had a, was DMP at practice, so yeah. I, I really doubt he's out there. And yeah. DeAndre Swift has gotten some participation but he has not cleared concussion protocol so if he doesn't clear it wednesday i don't see him getting out there yeah i i can't foresee i think deandre swift has more of a chance to make it this week yeah definitely than kenny g however i can anticipate both of them playing how much do you think because the lions last week against the panthers could do nothing especially on offense how much do you think of it was the thumb injury for stafford i mean it could be everything i mean the thumb injury we've seen quarterbacks you know, have a thumb injury and they yeah they physically can't play, so it, well, he it's how you stabilize the football. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's I mean, very it's, important. Your, your thumb is very important <laughs> to a quarterback. I don't know if you've ever tried to throw a football without a thumb; it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> so it is. It, it, I mean, it it literally could have been everything. He didn't look comfortable. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd be trying to move away from Stafford this week. Yeah, if I mean, if, obviously, if Kenny or Swift's out there, you play him. Hawkinson, you play, and I think yep. Marvin Jones is an okay flex play or something. Yeah, I don't plan on playing Stafford this week, though. On the Houston side, pretty straightforward again. Yeah, I love easy teams like this. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's going to be your starter. Will Fuller. Yep. Um, you know, good Brandon with Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Yeah, yep. good with Brandon Cooks. And do not touch Duke Johnson. Yeah, don't he's touch just, him. He just, he's just not really a running back. No. He's a receiver that they have lined up. He's, a glorified, he's a glorified receiver in the backfield that can't run between the tackles. And really can't get outside. He just he's not a good running back. Yep. He's it's like Tariq Cohen. Yep. He's not he's a he's a great pass catcher. Put him in the slot, guys. Not yep. be done with him. So let's move on to the Washington Cowboys game. Yep. So, NFC East battle. Probably will be ugly, like every one of them so far this year. Yeah. <laughs> there there's definitely that chance. Um you you look at both teams and there's there's been bright spots. And then there's been a lot of lows. <laughs> so uh, Dallas side coming off a decent win against Minnesota. Yeah, they got it. They got it out. Yeah, I mean, 31 points isn't isn't shabby. Yeah, Zeke had a little game. Mm-hmm. He still's not like making any big plays or anything. It's still volume based. Yeah, Pollard makes big plays, but yeah, he doesn't get enough volume. So I mean, you you like we've always said, you have to play Zeke. Yep. I'm throwing Amari Cooper out there. I think Dalton Schultz is an okay tight end streamer. CD Lamb's an okay flex play if you're desperate. Gallup, I'm not in on. Gallup, yeah, yeah, no, of course not. And no. then Dalton, no, I just no. no. Washington side, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I'm, I'm he's fine been getting with. it done. I love him. Uh, Terry McLaurin, oh, obviously, obviously, auto start. And JD though. He's starting was, to get some volume. Yeah, it wasn't great last week, but I'd still be willing to throw him back out there. As a flex? Yep. Yeah. He's he's just intriguing. Uh and then Alex Smith, I wouldn't nah. I wouldn't start. But I just don't think this is going to be a very high scoring game. They've got it over uh, under forty six. Yeah, that's which is kind of high for me as below well. Below average. Uh and then they got Dallas as three point favorites, which I I don't see I, I secretly see Washington coming out of this division as yeah i know we i know we had a discussion a few weeks ago about how bad the nfc east is and who's going to win it i know i picked the eagles yeah which is fine (laughs) yeah which i'd probably still lean that way but honestly my second pick would be washington 
Yeah, I just think everything else looks, I mean, it's, it's so ugly. It's needle. I mean, it's super close. Yeah, so we'll just have to kind of wait and see. Maybe we'll put a bet on this at some point, but it'd have to be soon before before one yeah. team starts taking yeah. off. So uh, night game. Yeah, Thanksgiving night. I mean, I'm this, this is could this be is a where very it's gonna be fun good. game. This yeah. could be. Yeah, I'm hoping this is going to be a good game. So we've got the Steelers at home against the Ravens. And the line, um, Pittsburgh's five and a half point favorites. Yeah. With only a 44 and a half point over under. That's a, that seems uh, a little off. I don't know. I could kind of see it, but I do think it's going to be a little bit higher than that. But I do like the five and a half, though. I mean, that that mean that that's saying that Vegas thinks Pittsburgh is going to be in control of this game the entire game. Yeah. Which is fine. I, I don't hate, but it's still the Ravens. They're still a tough team to play. They're still a tough defense. Their offense kind of cl- is clicking a little bit. They d- they looked okay last week. Yeah, Andrews got it going again. You're starting Lamar. You're starting Andrews. And Hollywood Brown, man, <laughs> it is as bad as it could possibly be. He went goose egg last week. I think two targets. He would have had like a 20 or so yard touchdown or something, but it got called back because of an offensive penalty. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I see someone in one of our listener leagues dropped him, and I was just staring at him for like a good five minutes last week. Like, do I really want to do try this? this? Do I want to do it? And yeah. I decided not to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of Hollywood Brown. I think I like he's, the talent. I, I think know what he's he a is, good though. talent, but he's just like, you know, a John Ross to me. Yeah. Just a lightning quick guy. But we've seen those types of players not be successful. Yeah. So. It, and here and the it quarterback is. play doesn't help. Yeah, but, Lamar's not been great. Yeah, but the running backs, like we said earlier in the news, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram tested positive, so they will be out for this game. Yep. It's a tough, tough matchup, but you got to play Gus Edwards. If yeah. you pick him up, play yeah. him, he's at least a good, decent one-week start. He should get most of everything. Yep, for sure. Steelers side, this is going to be pretty straightforward. I have been in the league, and this is actually a very tough decision for me. Do I yeah. look, go somewhere else? I, the thing is, is do you do you feel that the wide receivers in this game are going to be successful? I, I think they'll like be successful, but how successful is the question I'm struggling with. And see, I think the Steelers are going to win the game. Yeah. But I don't know like if the Ravens are going to go in there with the game plan of slow the game down keep their offense on the field as long as possible, limit the Steelers' offensive time of possession. I don't know. It's a tough one because there's players like Kirk Cousins out there, other streaming candidates that I still haven't made a decision on yet. Yeah, I know it's difficult. So in our wild card league, I have Deontay Johnson, Mm -hmm. and I've been playing him every week. I would still be fine playing Deontay, Claypool, and Juju, but you have to know going in, I don't think all three are going to have great games. Right, but right now he's. I put him on the bench to play DJ Moore against Minnesota. Oh. And yeah, I'm going to also have to make a decision if I'm going to take DJ Moore out if Chris Carson plays against Philadelphia. So yeah. you see what I'm saying? So I do have a little bit of a dilemma there. Now my team is definitely not a normal rostered construction. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. But I think when you're looking at Deontay and Chase Claypool. Juju well, did get Juju, a little banged up last week. Everything I hear, it's not major or anything. He should be here for this let, game. Let's do this. All right. If you have Robert Woods or Deontay Johnson. Because Deontay and Robert, I feel like, are both number twos. Deontay. You'd play Deontay over Robert? Uh, Deontay's a one. Deontay is a one. Okay, fine. I, I mean, you know, I feel like Robert Woods could be a one, too, but. 
So it's Robert Woods against San Francisco. He's projected at 17. Deontay is projected at 14 against Baltimore. It's just the targets, man, that Deontay is seeing. And yeah. he is just, I mean, you watch him. Like one of the catches this he is had a last full week, PPR. He, is so, he, is so, he, he has very quickly become one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL. Yeah, I'm trying to get his jersey right now. Same. Uh, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore. Deontay, definitely Deontay. Deontay. I'm picking Deontay for everything. Deontay Johnson, AJ Brown. Deontay. Okay. Deontay Johnson, Chris Carson. That's a tough one. Okay. Probably would go Carson there. But, it, I mean, a full PPR, actually, I'd probably still go Deontay. Yeah. Well, I'm actually going to put him in over A.J. Brown, who's kind of ticked me off the last few weeks. So Yeah. So, I mean, like we've talked about, Ben, it's a tough. I mean, I don't – Yeah. If, I'm, I, if I have to play him, I'm fine with it. He's looked good this year. Especially I mean, he lately. he really has. <laughs> so. And then, I, I'm like I said, I'm willing to start all three receivers. But I – I think you have to go knowing that they're not all three going to have a great and game. And keep in mind, too, man, like what do you feel like as far as the Steelers' defense is very good? Too? Oh, yeah. So Steelers if the Steelers, have the def- def- Steelers have the better defense. Yeah. So if the Steelers' defense shut down that offense, there's a chance that the Pittsburgh could come out and just destroy this game. Well, yeah, of course. Because here's the thing. is Pittsburgh's offense is very good. Pittsburgh's defense is very good. Yeah. Baltimore's defense is pretty solid. But Baltimore but- always plays the way Baltimore wants to. And they can, especially through the running game, limit the Steelers. But they don't have that normal position. running game. I mean, you still have Lamar Jackson and Gus Edwards. And yeah, Jack- I don't know. I don't know. I think I we both feel like the Steelers are going to win. Yeah. It's just by how much. Yeah. And Ebron's an okay streamer, and you just have to play Connor. Yeah. All right, next game. Yep. Raiders-Falcons. Yeah. Raiders three point favorites on the road and the over under is fifty five and a half. That is high high scoring. I don't see it, but yeah, especially if Julio can't get out there. Yeah, no way. I hear he's probably going to be a game time decision. And like we've talked about, if there's no Julio, there's no Matt Ryan. You have to downgrade Calvin Ridley, yep. Hayden Hurst, and Todd Gurley. You have to. I mean, you literally have to downgrade the entire offense. Well, Hayden Hurst ticked me off because I played him this week. And he goosed. And he goosed. Yep. You so. still, even if there's no Julio, you still play Calvin Ridley and Todd Gurley, mm-hmm. but you have to manage your expectations. Yep. Raiders side. Uh, I think Carr, because Carr is another one I've been thinking about streaming over Ben. And I don't. Mm, I just don't have the upside with Carr. That's where I get concerned with Derek Carr. Is, you know, is there a chance that Derek Carr can come out and throw four touchdowns or even three for that matter? He's done that a couple, few times. Yeah, but it's not – I don't know. He's played pretty well this year. Well, he hasn't scored more than 15 touchdowns, so – Has okay. he? Okay. Let's see. So, for the Raiders oh, side – he has 19, actually. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a great start in this game. Darren Waller is a great start. And I think Nelson Aguilar, like most weeks, is a pretty decent flex play. Carr seems like going to him. And then, like I said, I'd be willing to stream Carr – He's one of my considerations for Big Ben. Yeah. Stream him over him. Yeah, that would be interesting. So he's got he's nineteen and three. I'm just trying to figure out why on ESPN they have they're showing Matt Ryan's stats over him as a player to watch. But I guess it's just because of the yards. Yeah. Which is lame. So uh yeah. Anything else? Or move on to the next game. Next game. All right. Chargers Bills. Yep. Fun, could fun be, game. This could be a really fun game, guys. Buffalo and I do not like uh Five and a half favorites. Yeah. I think that's a little much. I would probably bring that down to about two and a half. I still think Buffalo will win at home. 
But I think the Chargers are starting to click a lot more than people well, are especially thinking. offensively in a oh. DFS. If you've been running with the Herbert Keenan Allen stack, you've just been you've had to have been winning money. Yeah, they've been unstoppable. Well, depending on what you did on the rest of the picks, but yeah. <laughs> and there is a chance Eckler is back for this game. Chance, chance, guys. Yeah. But we have seen some video of Eckler being, you know, back on the practice field. He's looking good. So if Eckler is back, it's just another boost for that offense. So. Oh, yeah. And Hunter Henry is back-to-back back back pretty good games. Yep. I'm starting everyone. Yeah. And whatever running back starting, I'm starting. So it's either yeah. Eckler or Balazs. And Mike Williams in this one, how do you feel about it? I don't know. I just always go back and forth he's with just, Mike Williams. Like, he's just always a flex play. Because yeah. he's just he is very, very talented, but he's just got to He's just inconsistent. It. Bill side. Josh Allen, for sure. Auto Stephon start. Diggs. Stephon Diggs. John, Still I'm not willing touching. to play John Brown. Okay, that's fine. You I'm just not just touching the running game. The injury report, yeah. But if you do, it's it's Moss. Yeah. If you have to, I guess. Yep. All right. And these have been pretty quick. Yeah. We're, there's not, and this one's going to be real with. quick, too. Giants-Bengals. Yeah, Giants. Giants. Ugh. <laughs> this might be the ugliest game of the week. Um, actually, it might not be, too. Who knows? So... Let's just start with the Bengals side. Um, rough. It's going to be rough. rough. Mixon's going to be out. Burroughs is going to be out. Yep. They have barely an offensive line. I mean, this is really tough because looking through the DFS picks at wide receiver, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, they are like literally dirt cheap this week just because you don't know the quarterback situation. The Giants' defense is pretty decent. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. They what got to the do, Giants man. five and a five. five yeah. Five and a half. Yep. So and they're only doing forty two point five over under, yep. which is pretty low. But uh, I I anticipate that the Bengals aren't just going to be able to move the ball. You know, Ryan Finley's quarterback, and it sounds if like, you had to pick one of the receivers, Boyd or Higgins, which one are you going with? Boyd. Yeah, me too. Yeah, just the sure magnitude that he's been in the, the league type longer. Of routes he runs and the type of targets he gets. And that's well, uh, yeah, I just with. say experience too, though. I mean, yeah, I think, that, that, that that's a good. Yeah, I mean, T. Higgins is a rookie now. T. Higgins has been looking really good. Oh yeah, he's amazing. I'm fan. I'm I'm so happy with how fantastic he's been playing. But I think we just have to look here. Ryan Finley, he's not a rookie. He's been around the league a few a few years now, but not a fan of the talent. Yep. So I don't think this offense is going to move very well. This is a defense that I'm playing. I'm playing the Giants defense this week. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they've actually been a very good fantasy defense this year. Yeah, they've not they've not been too bad. Giant side. Oh, by what? Not playing Gio in this one. Not playing who? Giovanni Bernard. Oh no, heck no. Um, I I don't really plan on playing anybody except Tyler Boyd if needed. On the Giants side, good matchup. I, it is a great matchup, but I'm still like, do you throw out Darius Slayton? They're all I like they're all like <laughs> Just, flex play, like desperate yeah. plays. Like I think Shepard is the receiver I would pick. I think this game is more of a DFS game. <laughs> like, there's some players in here that I would probably put in my DFS lineups, but not necessarily in my fantasy yeah. lineup. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think Daniel Jones could be a possible. He's super cheap, too. In DFS. Yeah, he could be a possible really good DFS player. I mean, player. He, he could always, because he can always break off like a 50 yard run. But and then trip and fall at like the yeah. eight. <laughs> Evan Ingram, he's just a tight end streamer. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really think this game's going to be that attractive so yeah and slayton is a flex play yeah all right titans colts this will actually be a fun game yep so we both can talk coming to, off narrow victories yeah both seven and three um titans, divisional game 
Titans three and one away. The Colts are four and one at home. The Colts are at home. Three and a half point favorites. Fifty one over under. I don't mind that. No, I'm just they're saying. It's I feel like both of these teams have very similar philosophies. Uh, I yeah. I I, I mean, mean, obviously I, the Colts have the better defense. Yeah. But I think far. both teams prefer to run the ball and limit the quarterback play. Well, and the Colts came off a pretty good game against the Packers where, you know, that defense just they, they they're looked legit. pretty good, they're man. Legit. It looked really good. That offense can move. And uh, they just, they they yeah, they were able to really cause a lot of issues for Aaron Rodgers, through, who also threw a pick in that game. Yep. So... Uh, Tannehill has been a little sloppy last couple. Yeah, he was games. he was fantasy wise okay last week. The um, he's another streamer I've been thinking about. But Derrick Henry is an auto start. Yeah, AJ Brown is still a good start. Yeah, I just took him out of my lineup. If you guys and heard though, Janu, he he's just a red zone weapon now. That's really all he is. It's he's sad, just banking on the touchdowns. Yeah, he's been getting them, but I mean they're like one two yard catches for a touchdown. Yeah. It's sad. It sucks. Um, are you are you good with AJ Brown as a number one or a number two this week with that defense? Two. You put two. him as a two. Yeah. Okay. Corey Davis, yeah or nay? Nah, not this week. See, I'm I'm wondering if Corey Davis might have the better game. I mean, it's always a possibility, but yeah, because AJ I think Brown in this one, it, this it's week. I don't. I think it. I think you're going to want a big play out of the receiver in this one. And AJ I'd always Brown pick A.J. Brown to, to be that one. Yeah. I mean, you, you saw the play last week, his touchdown reception. Like, Dude, just yeah. absolutely monster. The touchdown saved him. Oh, yeah. Because I think the week before he had three points, which really ticked me off. And if he didn't get that touchdown, he was uh, he was he slotted for had, a bad yeah. game. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> he's been kind of uh, a little sketchy for me. Colts, they have a good matchup in this one. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor. We, like, we talked about it earlier. Yeah. He got the volume last week, and it... Paid off pretty well. He was efficient on the ground. You trusting it? Uh, I tend to. Tr- I, I. I don't know if it's just I want to trust it. I. That's where I'm at. But it's like I really, really, really. I'm rolling want with to. it. I'm rolling with it. I just. I hope. I would trust it more if if there's back to back weeks. I, mean, I would think it was 22 attempts on the ground and I think four targets. And he needs four more targets. targets. Were nice. Yeah, he needs more though. But I. I do think that. Uh, I think if he does it again this week, because he has a good matchup, he was definitely way more efficient than any other running back, but they were still using all three. And that's what bugs me. They still had all three on the field. So, I don't know. We would have to see. If I'm starting a running back, it would be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Pittman had a pretty good game. Yeah, I think you can throw Pittman out there. Yeah, I think him as a number two. We'll talk about him later. You think two or a flex? Flex. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like last week, two weeks ago was pretty decent volume. Last week it wasn't great volume, but he's just making plays out there. Like yeah. you watch him, he's, he's like the, his size speed combo is ridiculous. He's looking he's like the plays. best wide receiver. Oh, he, yeah. He's definitely the best wide receiver on that team. They're still throwing the ball too much to T.Y. Hilton, but. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. And I, I've seen Phillip Rivers. I just, I just I've always had this aversion with Phillip Rivers, especially yeah. this year. Yeah. Not playing him. So. All right, Panthers Vikings. Yep, I think Teddy could be back out for this one. Yeah, we'll have to kind of see. I don't think you know uh, PJ Walker looked yeah, that like terrible. We talked about earlier. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. I don't think he played that bad, so I wouldn't be that uncomfortable if PJ was playing this game. Yeah, 
um, as far as like DJ Moore and like the offense itself. Yeah. So, but, so if you had to make a bet right now, you think CMC is out there for this one? Man. I'm saying no. Yeah, I would say no too. I think it's another Mike Davis week, and mm-hmm. so whatever. Guy's I think even if play, he, I think even if he does play, they won't give him the value or the volume. I think they would probably need to split it or yeah. give a sixty forty to Mike Davis because you just he he came back and got hurt in the week that he played. Yeah, and if that's your future running back, who's very very talented, you gave a massive contract to. Got to keep him healthy. So especially they're four and seven. There's a chance that if they lose this week, they're not even in a playoff position. They can't even. Oh make yeah, a push, they're done. So. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, you know, why rush them back? Yeah, receiver wise, though, for the Panthers, we kind of DJ Moore has been getting it done with big plays lately. Curtis Samuel just keeps finding the end zone, and Robbie, it's been pretty mediocre lately. He's been seeing the targets, but they're just all short yardage. Yeah, it's very weird what happened this year because that you would think that. Going into the year, that would have been DJ Moore and Robbie would have been the big play down the field guy. It's flipped. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's actually really annoyed me. If you had to pick one, who is it? <laughs> I I mean, I would always want to take DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore it's is the better talent. The talent and the big plays right now, too. Yeah. Who's who's your second pick? I'd probably go Robbie. Yeah. And then it's I don't. Tough, though, I don't plan on because lately Curtis, Curtis Samuel. Samuel he's been getting it done. Yeah, he they just, just been using him all though. over the field. It's just weird. I just don't like when there's not enough consistency. I think, at worst, they're all flex plays. Yeah, which is disappointing because it is DJ Moore's talent is a number one. Yeah. Or, at minimum, number two. Yeah. But he's been a flex as a late. And Vikings. The Kirk, Calvin Cook Show? Yeah, Kirk. <laughs> Kirk is a streamer. Just, we should Dalvin change Cook's the name. Sma- the, the Dalvin Cook's team. Yeah. Have you have you seen his price in DFS this week? I don't even know. It's 10000 It's like $9,500. Ridiculous. I mean, I just looked uh, at the statistics. You guys are ready for this? 200 carries. He's at 201. Over 1,000 yards. He's at 1069. 13 touchdowns. Yep. The dude's killing it. Yeah, he's got 10 less yards than Derrick Henry, but he's got four more touchdowns. than him. The touchdowns are what's But crazy. he's also... Dude, that guys, that's just his rushing. Yep. Don't even get me started on his receiving work. <laughs> yeah, and then... So with Adam Thielen being out, Justin Jefferson... Is oh, a very yeah. good play. Number one this week. You think they're well? Okay, so do you think there's anything? Because the Panthers have a decent pass defense. Do you think Justin Jefferson being the sole guy out there, it, it's going to change it all for him? Well, I think this is, is going to make or break it. Time. This yeah, I think this is going to make or break. Let's see what his talent is. Can he be a number one? Yeah, because he's going to have to be this week. You know, past him, who do you got? Uh, Johnson. I yeah, can't oh, always forget his C- name. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Chad Beebe. <laughs> Like, you know, you've got two really good tight ends, but not really utilized. I really think this is going to be a huge game for Dalvin Cook. Panthers run defense isn't the greatest. Not good. Not good at all. So he'll get a lot of work. But I do think Justin Jefferson could possibly come out and have a massive game. Yeah. Don't be surprised if he's on our monster list list next week. Yep. Next game, Cardinals versus Patriots. Mm -hmm. Arizona's only two and a half point favorites. It's on the road in New England, but Arizona's... Mm -hmm. I mean, they lost last week to Seattle, but they've been very good this year. Kyler, obviously. My Hopkins, boys. you know. Kirk, it's been a little rough lately. I still think he's a flex play. He's still been seeing targets. Running back situation, though. Yeah. Last week I picked Edmonds. I think Edmonds beat him out. 
barely though. Drake wasn't. I mean, he's Drake just, got the touchdown though, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to kind of pick, you know, because Kenyon Drake, I do feel like, is the better running back. But I think Edmonds has been the more efficient one this season. Yeah. They um, just, I mean, they just use him differently. Yeah. And then DeAndre Hopkins, man. I mean, keep in mind, DeAndre Hopkins is having a great season. But he only has four touchdowns on the year. Yeah. You know, he's got almost 1,000 yards receiving and 72 receptions, which is freaking high. So in a PPR league, that's great. But uh, – but obviously, he's an auto start. I don't know if you have to play a running back. I'm still picking Edmonds. You still he definitely, Edmonds? yeah, he definitely beat Drake last week. Okay, so Chase Edmonds. Because Edmonds I also just don't had a receiving know. touchdown. Oh, did he? Yeah, I must have missed that one. So I don't know. Um, Patriots side, Cam, and we'll get to it later. But I think Demir Burt is a decent shot in this one. He's been seeing the targets. Cam's been connecting with them. I think you can play Jacoby Myers. Running back situations. Jeez. Rex Burkett's out. Think you can play Damian Harris. Does James White have any interest for you now? I don't have any interest in the run game. Yeah, I really don't either. Because now <laughs> Sony's going to be mixed back into the mix. I, I still think Damian Harris is the one I'd pick. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every time I pick one, I pick wrong. So it's just, I don't know if like... Bill Belichick listens and is just like, oh, what are they going to pick? Let's pick the opposite one this week. But I feel like that's what happens. And I, I think it's more of a, you know, who didn't tick him off this week or, like, who gave him, like, an apple for, for lunch or breakfast. Like, I really don't know how he chooses his running backs. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's just so random. You know, Damian Harris has been extremely efficient. Yeah. He's been very good. But he's – I can't say he's the number one. I think he's on on the ground. He is, but yeah. they just whenever they want to pass the ball, they take him off the field, which is stupid. Yep. So because he can catch, he did it in college. Yeah. Played for Alabama. Trust me, they passed Ooh. to the running back. <laughs> Next game, it's the Adam Gase Bowl. Yeah. Miami versus the Jets. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, Jets. It's in New York. Miami seven point favorites on the road. I'm taking Miami. Oh heck yeah. I hope that Miami beats them by like 15 or if more. I really don't care. I just want to see Miami yep. blow them to shreds. Yeah, Miami, they say two is going to start after being pulled last week mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. I don't really think it matters. No. I think this defense right now for Miami is just playing very well. Yep, They're going to shut the Jets down. I think it might only take 14 points to beat them by seven. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hope it's way more than that, though. I really want to see them just blow them out of the water. Yeah, I'm willing to play Parker and Ahmed. That's it. Yep. I'm still not playing Gasecki. Well, Gasecki had a decent week. He had eight points, yeah. which for a tight end's fine. I have God, to play. I hate Titus. Yeah, I have to play him this week in a league. It's him or Hayden Hurst. Those are my only two options. Uh, and so I feel like I have to take the shot on Gasecki. Yeah, that's up. Yeah, I'm not giving you any yeah, <laughs> advice I mean, on that. That one's just. We don't. We really try not to give advice on tight ends anymore, because <laughs> yeah. so, it sucks. Uh, Jet side. Uh, yeah, that's it. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Crowder? honestly, it wouldn't be Crowder for me. It'd be Perriman right now. Perriman. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like Flacco's the one that's connecting with them. Yeah, I mean, Perriman has looked pretty good the past yeah. few weeks, and I mean, there's been times where Denzel Mims has looked really good. He's been, the been tar- fine. he's been getting the targets. They just haven't been really been connecting. Yeah, and Crowder's been fine, but. You know, Crowder is mostly. It seemed just like a, Darnold focused in on Crowder a lot. Yeah, and it, Flacco's not. So, yeah. which is fine. 
Things happen. Yeah. But all right, moving on. Browns, Jags. Yeah, probably another stinker. <laughs> yeah, but at the least Browns are seven Cle- and three. At least it's not in Cleveland because yeah. I'm getting tired of these Cleveland terrible weather games. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at that stat line though. They got Cleveland by seven. Yeah. I honestly don't hate it because I don't think the Jaguars are really going to have the ball that much. Yeah. Baker is absolutely has one of the easiest jobs <laughs> in the NFL Hand right the now. Ball yeah. Off. <laughs> yeah. Hand think, the ball off to one of I your think last week, thousand yard runners. The leading receiver for the Cleveland Browns had three receptions. <laughs> so, so like, stupid. it's just, they just. Yeah, but the problem is, is because Baker's not a good quarterback. Yeah. I mean, when he needs to make a throw. He can't make a throw. As Bill Parcell says, you are what your record says you are. Well, he's he's not seven and three. I think he's wrong. <laughs> yeah, because how the the Browns are seven and three, it's that defense. Yeah, and their run game. Yeah, that was a great play last week, and I think it's a good play again this week. Yeah, against the Jags. Uh, Browns, you're playing both running backs, obviously. Obviously, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Jags, who's quarterback in this week? Ludden. Ludden's still in there. Yeah. That, so, I mean, I, unless they change something between now and Sunday, but as of right now. It, I'd assume it's still Lutton. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. It's not like they're winning games with or without Minshew. No, so. yeah, you're playing Robinson. I actually think he could be a pretty good game play in this game just because I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. You'll get the opportunities. One thing I have noticed, though, is Lutton has not been throwing to the running back quite as much as Gardner did. Yeah. And Chark, he's a flex play. Yeah. That's what he is. It's he's sad. He's a flex play. It's not his fault. It's his quarterbacks. Yep. All right, Saints-Broncos. Yep. Ooh, never mind. That was a dumb comment. The Saints, six-point favorites on the road in Denver. Very low over under, 43-and-a-half. I love seeing you – see you see the players to watch? Yeah, Drew Locke. No, no, no. You see they're rushing and receiving. Oh, yeah, they're both Alvin Kamara. <laughs> they're both Alvin Kamara. <laughs> God, I love Alvin That's Kamara just because so of how much – Alvin Kamara has been a beast this year. <laughs> but speaking about Alvin Kamara, last week was – pretty rough it was an even split between him and latavius murray and i definitely think it's either one of two things it's either the saints knowing that i mean they're eight and two yeah they're they're a playoff team they're gonna have a high seed they're coasting did they limit kamara's touches because he's been dealing with the ankle issue to try and save him or is it that the ankle issue is really bothering kamara and he did the best he could yeah, I hope it's the first one, obviously. I yeah, hope they're resting. I think them. it might be the second one. But there's a good chance it's the second one because yeah. otherwise, why would you, you wouldn't be, you know, you wouldn't want to be splitting that much. But no, he got the touchdown, so it was okay. But he did, it didn't look like the ankle was bothering him on the field. He just, but it was, he just wasn't out there. Yeah, he just wasn't out there a lot. So you just, ne- you never know. But you're still playing him. Oh, yeah. And you have to. Michael Thomas, actually, I mean, I brought this up. I wasn't really nervous about Michael Thomas last yeah. week with, with Jameis or Taysom. Yeah. And speaking of Taysom, it, I mean, honestly, it was a little bit better than I was expecting. He's still a running back that plays quarterback. He was the yep. leading rusher on the team, had two rushing touchdowns. Yep. He had a couple of nice passes. He had a lot of – there was a lot of negative stuff that I Yeah, I, felt I mean, like what I was going to say earlier, it's kind of funny. It's the new Tim Tebow playing the old Tim Tebow's team. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's okay. I mean, he's made a couple really good passes. You know, he made a, a couple really good throws he's, on I mean, run. He, he's a good streamer just because of the rushing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if, you have, if you need a spot, start, play him. Yeah, he just there was a lot of times where like he should have thrown the ball away, where he was trying to run for it instead. Stuff like that really bugs me. You got to know the differences of getting the ball out of your hands. 
um, instead of just trying to always make a play. Like how that's fr- where how I frustrated feel like do you think Jameis is? I I have to say that he's got to be extremely. You just lost a job to a guy that's thrown like ten passes in his career. Well, and when Breeze got hurt, they brought in Jameis. Like, yeah, I I don't know. I I was kind of calling Sean Payton's bluff. Like there were reports that were coming out. Yeah, later and later in the week, saying he hasn't made a decision. It's Taysom Hill. He hasn't made a decision. I was just like, you can't. Like, why? Why are you playing Taysom now? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense unless. Because I don't think I I don't think like if Jameis would have played last week I don't think it really would have been a different outcome. I don't think so either. I well they might have maybe scored a little bit more. The only thing that like I think is the deciding factor for Sean Payton is just how much they're paying Taysom Hill. They're paying him a ton of money, man. Yeah, to be a glorified. He's a gadget player. He's a gadget player. I don't know. I think Taysom Hill. He did okay, but there's no way he's the future of that team. Yeah. No way. Anybody that thinks that way, you're it's a joke. Yeah. So Broncos. I'm not starting anybody. I'm not starting anybody. Fant move, is move. a streaming tight end. That's it. Yeah, move on. Uh that team's just getting more and more disappointing by the day. Yep. Hopefully this next game could be fun. 49ers we'll say why in a at second. the Rams. <laughs> yeah. Rams seven point favorites. Forty five and a half point over under. I think this line is going to change quite a bit when the Raheem, if Raheem Mostert comes out and Debo Samuel, if they yep. can both get out there for this game, I think that line is going to drop. I'd still pick the Rams, but I think it yeah. probably moved to like a four, four and a half point line or something. I was, yeah, I was thinking like three, three and a half. But yeah, I mean, for me, the reason that this game could be interesting is if Raheem Mostert comes back yep. and if Debo. Yeah, we'll Samuel get to Raheem plays, Mostert later. That would be awesome. I think it'd make this game a lot more closer. Rams still should come out with the win. Yeah. But I think uh, I think it'd be a really good game. So for the Rams side, obviously Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, auto starts. You playing Jared Goff this week? Nope. And yeah. I'm not. Touching I don't. I'm not backs. playing a running back. I'm not. No. Also not last, touching any of the. I know ends. it was a tough matchup last week at Tampa Bay, but it's just still. I mean, if you Cam have to Maker take a shot, his first touchdown. Yeah, if you have to take a shot this week on a Rams running back, who it's are you going still Daryl Henderson. He's still yeah, seeing the volume, way. but I don't want to. Yeah. And, and yeah, like you said, tight no, no, no tight go, no go. Uh, 49ers side, if Raheem Mostert's playing, got to play him. Yep. Uh, if Debo's there, flex. Flex him. And that's about it. Ayuk. Okay, let's say if Debo's not there. I would play Ayuk as a flex. Okay. And if, if Debo is there? He could still be a flex if you don't have, but I think Debo would get, I think Debo would come out on top. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't hate that. Yep. So next game, another fun one. Yep. Chiefs at Tampa. Afternoon games are a lot more fun this week. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Chiefs Bucks. Kansas City three and a half point favorites over under fifty five and a half. In Tampa. And I mean, like we talked about it earlier, the Bucks. I think Brady, when he when there's pressure on Brady, this team is different. I mean, we've seen it with the Saints, we've seen it with the Rams, even the Giants were able to do this to this team. This team has not been consistent over the past month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm it's crazy. The Chiefs plus to cover. Yeah, um, it is definitely interesting. I think the game might be, you know, I think it still could possibly be close, but I can't see the Chiefs losing this game. You know, the rematch between Mahomes and, and Brady. I think the Bucks are a very talented team. Yeah, I will say one thing: Brady loves himself some Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean they they're not deep shots down the field or anything, and I did actually see. Another comment about uh, Tom Brady. Over the past month, 
of throws downfield, he has like a 0.0 QBR rating. Really? He's just been not going downfield, and when he does, it is not good. Hmm. It's that O-line, man. Yeah. They weren't able to run the ball against the Rams. So we'll just Tampa. You playing Brady? No. Yeah, I'm not either. I do think you have to play all three wide receivers, though. I wouldn't, but, you know, I'd say... Uh, but, Mike I mean, Edwin. how you decide between them? I mean, Mike Evans got the, the touchdown, guy. but, he, yeah, he didn't do much outside it, of that. Well, yeah, he's never going to, though. Yep. And, and then, then Godwin and then Brown are, are the... Just possession guys. Possession guys that aren't getting touchdowns. Yeah. So... Gronk, I, Gronk's a decent... Is a good yeah, tight end. Yeah. I would always lean towards the touchdown, just because... Really? Yeah, but... I still... Uh, it's tough. Because think about it. For a touchdown, you're getting six points. So you well, need yeah. six recept- receptions to cover that. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Chiefs, Mahomes, obviously. CH, I like in this game. It could be a little rough sledding, but I still think you throw him out there. Tyreek Hill, who has been an absolute monster of late, I believe over 30 points in full PPR the past two games. Mm-hmm. He's been killing it. Travis Kelsey's killing it. Yep. That's it. Yep. Every week. Yep, same. It's the same every week. Until someone gets hurt. Sunday night. Bears, Packers. Bears at Packers. No line for this game. Mm-hmm. Bears. Mm. Still don't know who the quarterback's going to be. I don't think it matters right now. I don't think I'm starting anybody on the team. I'd still throw Allen Robinson out there. I don't know, man. I'm not That's touching tough. Darnell Moody or Anthony Miller. Mm-hmm. not touching Jimmy Graham. And if David Montgomery's out there, I'm willing to play him. That's the one place the Packers really struggle is That's the run true. defense. That's true. Green Bay, Rodgers has just been on fire this year. You're playing him. Aaron yep. Jones, you're playing him. Devonta Adams, you're playing him. MVS Lazard, Lazard, he didn't was out. He wasn't out there a ton. Didn't get a lot of targets. I think they're easing him back in. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm hands off on both. Bears still have a very good defense. Yeah. I think I would go with just Sunday night game Jones too. Every Adams. time these two teams play in prime time, it, it's something weird. Usually doesn't happens. go high scoring. Yeah. So Monday uh, night game, last game of the well, Thanksgiving hold on. Did you weekend. Tight ends for them. Tanyan, are you in or out on? Yeah, he's just whatever. Same. Okay. Got it. All right. Monday night Seahawks Eagles. Yep. In Philly, Seahawks six point favorites. Over under fifty and a half. I like the lines where they're at for this game. Seattle, we kind of brought, I mean, so Wilson, Otto, Lock, Carson, if he's out there, you smash play. If he's not, Carlos Hyde, great play. Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett, smash play. But I do want to bring up DK last week's game. It was against the Arizona, who Patrick Peterson had shut him down earlier in the year. But this game, I wouldn't really say, because DK didn't have a great game. He ended up catching a touchdown, but he could have had such a better game. He yeah. literally, I mean, could it? Like got hit right in the face with a touchdown from Russell Wilson. Just didn't see it or something. He had a couple really bad drops in this game. I think this one was more DK didn't play well than Patrick Peterson shut him down. Mm-hmm. You're still playing DK every week. Yep. It was just a strange game from DK last week. Yeah. I think this offense, Russell Wilson's a smash play this week for yep. sure. And I think DK... I think D- there's a chance that DK and Tyler Lockett could have both have big games. But if Carson comes in, do you see all four of them having a big game? Because I can't see all four of them. Well, Wilson's linked to the receiver, so it's really just the three. 
Right. But if we also think that Chris Carson's going to have a smash game, you know, I do think one of them has to I drop. I think they could all hit 20 points. Wow. Okay. Let's see it. I don't so. think that's that unrealistic for this offense against it's this true. team. It's true. I just think at what point are they going to stop scoring touchdowns? Yeah, Philly, <laughs> I I was looking at Wentz for as a streamer. I don't know, man. This It's really just Miles Sanders and Dallas Goddard is all I want right now in this offense. Because Goddard, it was nice. He had a decent game last week. Yeah. And Miles Sanders, he hasn't been putting up monster points, but on the field he looks very, very good. I, don't, I just yeah. this team sucks. This whole division sucks. I just hate yeah. talking about them. Yeah, same. So, all right, play uh, teams on by. Nope. No buys. Nope. We're all done with that. Yeah, for this week. Sweet. I know Tampa has a buy in a couple weeks. So mm. probably all the COVID stuff got switched around yeah. and stuff. So fine. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our DFS stuff then. Yep. All right. Let's scroll down the page. So quarterbacks. We got Josh Allen. Third overall. Yeah, against the Chargers, $7,600. And in the same game, I like Herbert, too. He's just a couple hundred dollars cheaper, fourth highest price, $7,200. I love both of them. If you want to get cheap, I was talking about it earlier, Derek Carr Mm -hmm. against Atlanta, $5,700, 16th highest price quarterback. Yeah, so running backs, we've got Nick Chubb versus Jacksonville. He's the sixth highest at $7,100. If somehow you can make it work. Dalvin Cook, $9,500. I just feel like this is going to be so hard to do. Yeah, I can't see. I mean, yeah, that's that would be tough. You, you're really going to have mean, to hit there, on some there, low points. We'll get to some savings at wide receivers, but it's it would be tough. Yeah. I do love the Chubb play. I also yeah, like Chubb. James Robinson in the game. He's a little bit cheaper, but I prefer Chubb. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor versus Tennessee, 5,900 at 14. I'm willing to roll it. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I don't see why, but I just – He's got to get some more passing work. Yep. And then if he plays yep. Raheem Mostert against the Rams, yep. 5600 bucks, that could be a smash play. Yeah, it's not the best matchup, but with the price and his talent, it just, he just needs one play. That that offense always seems to be able to get the running backs oh, yeah. to, to get points. So yep. that would be a great play. It is a tough, tough matchup against the Rams, but it could still work. Yep. So wide receivers... Keenan Allen, man, I'm just writing this hot streak of Keenan Allen until it ends. He's yeah. just been on fire. He's been killing it. I think him and Herbert are a great stack. He's expensive. Second highest price wide receiver, $8,000. But I'm willing to do it. And also Tyreek Hill, he's the third highest priced, only $200 cheaper. But he's also been killing it lately. Mm-hmm. Just going absolutely bananas with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So we're going a little bit cheaper here in the mid-range. Robert Woods, for some reason, he's like way cheaper than Cooper Cup. Right now, he's $5,800, 18th highest priced. I like him. And then we're going cheaper. We got Michael Pittman versus Tennessee, 30th highest priced, $5,000. Yeah. I think he's a decent shot. And if we're going to go real, real cheap, Demir Bird versus Arizona, $4,100, 50th highest priced. I think you can throw him in there and hope for a deep touchdown. Yeah, tight ends, we don't really care. Um, Travis Kelsey, obviously 7000 Yeah, you like my note in there? I did. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's the he's the first, obviously, and honestly, there's just not. It's expensive, but if if in a cash game, I would be much more inclined to go with him. Yeah. But it it all. It's just hard. Tight ends have been so difficult this year. Yeah, we only put one other tight end on the list this week. Hunter Henry, forty eight hundred dollars. First Buffalo is the fourth highest priced. Yeah. Choose at your own peril. Yeah. Just. 
wild guess, put it in a magic eight ball and just see who comes out, I guess. Yep. So, all right. Well, let us know about uh, your DFS uh, picks. Let us know if there's a player that maybe you like a little bit more than ours. Let us know if you're winning money. We always love hearing that our uh, fans are winning some money. We also want to say thanks again to Landon yep. for jumping on with us today and chatting about the league and yep. and his team. So thanks, buddy, for, for hopping on. But uh, thanks again for everybody listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters, and we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be rude, be in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cool, mind like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting for you